Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Junk Drawer Podcast. Hello there. Welcome back to the Junk Drawer Podcast. I'm Silas Philbrick, your host. Today is episode five, and this episode is actually kind of a little bit of a special episode. It is my first guest appearance episode, and I thought it would be fitting to have my wife on as the first guest, and we just talk a little bit about us. And to start off, though, I'd like to give a little disclaimer. Uh, We're recording in our kitchen studio here, so if you hear echoing or dog barking or baby crying, um, it is what it is. Uh, it's a family-friendly show, so we're going to roll with it. Um, but So I just thought I would we would talk about kind of just how we met, how we got together, uh, and all that, and just how the Lord brought us together. And uh, so I guess I thought I would start with giving a little bit of family history, um, kind of how we came to know each other. And I guess it goes way, way back to the fact that our parents, well, I guess my dad actually grew up with Nicole's parents. And so our families just have always known each other because of that. Um, And just adjusting some things here. All right, let's try that. Give that that a go. We get that echo going on. All right, so that was just kind of how we got to know each other just growing up. I always knew, we always knew, I like grew up knowing the Reisinger family. Um, we visit them when we come to Maine and different things. I remember going to their house one time and I distinctly remember it being a toy spider. Apparently I'm wrong, but I distinctly remember them having this like gigantic toy spider, but apparently it, it was never so, but that's just what I remember in my kid brain. Um, there's this, there's this uh, horrible, horrible video that f- comes up every now and then of me when I was probably, what, four? Yeah, probably. Probably four. And uh, I'm just going off the wall crazy. And uh, Nicole, I guess I'll, I'll I'll start out right now saying there's a 10-year difference between me and Nicole, and I'll let you figure out who's older and who's younger um, through, the, through the course of this episode. But anyway, um, so she was keeping an eye on me, I guess, and, and the, kind of the joke is uh, that... She was, what, babysitting me? Yes. Before, <laughs> so I, I don't know if that makes her like a, a predator or what. But anyway, <laughs> um, so there's this. There's a lot of family history. We our families go way, way back. Um, I talked a little bit in episode one about how we moved. My family moved back to Maine in 2016. Nicole, you moved back to Maine when? 2013, I think. 2013. So she was there for about three or four years before my family moved back. And uh, so when we moved back to Maine, we started the youth group. My dad did start the youth group back up. And Nicole was an integral part in helping in helping run that. So I had a ton of interaction with Nicole through those years. We became really, really close friends. And to me, it was always just me and Nicole were good friends it was kind of like the big sister I never had. And we just did all kinds of stuff together. We had a 
we still I shouldn't say had because we still do. We have a ton of the same interests and likes. So we just kind of naturally got along really, really well. Um, so I guess, Nicole, when when did you first, like, start to, I don't know, if like me is the right word, right word or notice me, however you want to word it, put in your own words, go ahead. I can't remember if it was the first or the second year that you lived there. But I think it was the second. The first year when we first started the youth group, you, I was your team captain, I think, wasn't I? Yeah. Uh, well, we are co-captains, I believe. I believe we are co-captains where you were the head captain or whatever you want to call it. And then I was the co-captain that kind of just, I don't know, failed leadership, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't remember really noticing you like in a friend way, I guess then, but like not really that much. So I think it was the second year and I distinctly remember it was Thanksgiving banquet at church and we were doing the dishes together. You were washing dishes. Of course, I still do the dishes all the time. <laughs> not together, but I do <laughs> You were washing the dishes and those like great big roasters, you know, like they use at church potlucks and it was... You were like elbows deep in this nasty water in this roaster, peeling dried on food like off the sides of it to wash it with your hands like nasty. And you were like whistling while you did it. And I was like, this is a really good kid. <laughs> kid? <laughs> and I was like to myself, it's really too bad he's so young. There it is. Predator coming in again. <laughs> Sweep it in. Predator is the right word. Trying to get her talons in me. So that was like the first time I really had that thought of like, it's really too bad. He's so young because he's a really great guy. And after that, I feel like we just got to know each other better over the next like couple of years. We yeah. became better friends. Yeah. But I never like had any intentions. So what would that, that would have been like, what, 2017 probably? Probably. Or maybe even 2016, so I think 2017. Um. Yeah, so I guess we just kind of went through because my senior year would have been 2017 and 2018. No, 2016 into 2017, I think. Did you anyway, move in 2016, though? We moved here in 2016. Yeah, so that was your last year of high school? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, then I worked a whole year saving up for college. Um, we did a lot together that year. Um, was that the year we went to Peaks? The first year we went to Peaks was that year in between, I believe. Probably. Yep, so 2017. So that was a fun time. Um, we went to Cola Clash, so we got to really know each other on that those trips there. Um, just trying to think of some of the other highlights in that time. Uh, to me, that time just like was a blur. Uh, it wasn't anything on my radar. I, I mean, I was... what. 18, 19, turning 20. But anyway, so the first time I ever, in a way, had any inclination towards Nicole, and I didn't really at all, was my freshman year in college over Christmas break. Me and my mom were driving to Heartland basketball game. My brothers played. We always, I did too my senior year. But anyway, my to one of my brother's basketball games. And it was just me and my mom. I remember this distinctly. 
she said, what about Nicole? And I was like, what about her? She's like 10 years old. <laughs> like, what? No. It's just, I don't know. She's just like, my. she's like, no, you guys get along so well. You guys are perfect for each other. I'm like, no, mom. Like, that's crazy talk. Um, I guess like all through the years, like she would always be talking to Grammy Reisinger and uh, Johnny and Stephanie and different people being like, look, Silas and Nicole, they're perfect for each other. Look at them. Here they come. And then right then we'd like walk out of the house, like talking, doing stuff. And I don't know. She's like, see, they're perfect for each other. <laughs> anyway. Um, and so, I feel like I did a pretty good job of hiding how I really felt. Yeah. Like I never let on. I don't think. I never, ever would have thought like never in a million years. Just like Nicole was like my friend, my big sister type idea. Like we just did stuff together. We just got along so well. That it was just like a natural friendship. It wasn't anything more than that. So I just never even thought like, oh, Nicole, wow, oh, yeah. Anyway, so kind of went through that time. I went through college. Um, then I got done with school and when, well, it was COVID year. So yeah, 2020. The worst year ever. Yep. So 2020, I came home and I just decided at that time to uh, end my college education for various reasons. And so at that time I got done and I was back in Maine permanently. I uh, was still kind of just trying to decide which direction the Lord wanted me to go in life. Um, I always wanted to go in law enforcement. So that was kind of still really on the table. Uh, at that around that same time, my boss is really trying to get me more and more involved in Yankee, which that ended up really becoming clear what the Lord's will was. And I'll get into that more in another episode, maybe. Um, but so I just really started to settle in here in Maine and my brother, Luke had applied to PCC. He got accepted. What, he, did he already go for a year? No, he wasn't gone yet. Right. Him and Regina were both getting ready to go. Right. And so I was still trying to, I was still kind of on the law enforcement track. And so I thought, well, I'll go to PCC for two years and get an associates in criminal justice. That way I'll have a degree. It'll kind of give me a leg up. So that was kind of the thing. It, I remember being at a softball game and uh, Nicole's uncle Kevin asked me, so Silas, how, how is it? Silas, Silas. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, what, do you, what are your plans? What are you going to do? Like, now that you're done with school, what, what are you going to do? And I guess uh, Nicole, <laughs> Nicole was eavesdropping and I'll let her give her side of I forgot about this actually. <laughs> she was I mad. I was so mad. I was so mad. All of a sudden to my uncle, he was like, I think, no, dad, I think your dad was there too. I think maybe. it was. I think it was staying like in between the two of them. On the maybe fence, but anyway. you're all of a sudden like, yeah, I'm going to PCC this fall, and I was like ripped because you hadn't told me, and like we were really good friends at this point. Yeah, we we talked like all the time. Yeah, I mean, all the time. And it was just like somebody that I could talk to that understood where I was coming from, that knew me really well. And so I like was... anytime anything go on, I'll just be like, hey Nicole, what do you think about this? And I like I didn't tell her this part. I I had already actually been accepted to PCC. Um, I had already like done the whole application process and been accepted. So. <laughs> and I did not want you to leave again. I'd already cried the first time you left for college, <laughs> which I never told anybody at the time. Okay, so I I don't really even remember. I think actually it was around the same time my boss came to me and really just made me an offer. I couldn't refuse and it was an opportunity of a lifetime and the Lord just made it 
so, so, so clear that I, I wasn't to go back to any kind of school. Um, and that the Lord just took me in a completely different direction. Of course, my mom still, this is also the year of the canoe. Yes. So this is this also this year. My mom was just like grilling me hardcore. What about Nicole? Nicole's perfect for you. Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. And I'm just like, mom, I, I just don't like I don't I don't have that attraction towards her. It's like we're just really really good friends. Um, that same year, um, every October, we have a missions conference and we also do a picnic. And at the picnic, me and Nicole went for a canoe ride, and my brother Hunter, who I've talked about, is intent on plaguing my life um took a picture of us and it, like circulated for a while like look oh nicole and silas in the canoe Ooh. it was an actual I video was, i think i think well i know he videoed when we got back to land i was wrecked i was like leave me alone like why can't you just ever leave me alone <laughs> i think i actually threw a rock at him or something i don't remember anyway um also that same fall if i remember right i'm pretty sure i'm getting the timing right was the same fall that calvin came up and this is yeah. really when everything yeah. kind of was coming to, well, I guess it was before that, that you were at the Bill Rice Ranch, right? No, I think it was after. Okay, so mm. it must have been the week after? Yeah, it was all pretty close, but I think it was after. Okay. I, it might be getting some of the time yeah. you mixed up. It was a while ago now. So my buddy Calvin came up, and me and Hunter were hanging out with him. We went golfing. That was my first dip into the... Uh, the golf disease, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, I was like a bit by the golf bug. Anyway, so, um, and Calvin like straight up asked me like, so your mom tells me you and Nicole. And I was like, no, get out of here. Shut up. Get out of here. And I like, I was like embarrassed. So I just straight up denied it. And this comes up every now and then. Like, remember how you like denied it? And then like a couple weeks later, you're like, hey, what about Nicole? Anyway, so I denied it. Like I felt awkward. It's just kind of weird. So I like denied it straight up. But at that time, I was actually starting to be like, you know what? Maybe mom was right. I should have listened. Maybe mom was right. Um. So once did that, then I think I think it was the next week. I think it was the next week. You, mom, and Maggie went to the Bill Rice Ranch, and the whole entire time at the Bill Rice Ranch, Nicole, what was happening? Your mom was trying to set me up with people. Can we name some of their names? No. <laughs> <laughs> but she settled on you for most of the trip. Well, of course she did. Because that's all she's leading up to. She's just like, what about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? What yeah. about Silas? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And then... What was one of the things that she said? What she didn't know was that everything she said, I was turning around and telling you, <laughs> guess what your mom just said? Guess what your mom just said? And like, secretly in my heart, I was thinking yeah this is a great idea <laughs> but and I think I actually said this to her I said something along the lines of well you're talking to the wrong person or something like what am I supposed to do about it like I can't do anything about it not the girl's responsibility yeah 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 so see. that's when I think she went home and what was one of the things that she told you she that's, said that, that hasn't happened yet but she Lord said how cute you look coming home in your police uniform. Yeah, hopefully that'll still happen, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, so, like, Nicole's, like, texting me the whole time, like, your mom just said this, your mom just said this, your mom just said this. The whole time I'm, like, thinking, like, man, maybe this is, maybe this is something. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, 
whoops, I just hit a weird button. My bad. Um, and so the whole time, like, mom's saying all this stuff, and I'm, like, thinking, well, maybe, maybe she's right. So I think it was at the end of that trip. I think you were home. Yeah, it was just a couple weeks later. It was a couple weeks later? I thought it was a couple days later. Doesn't matter. Um, Timing was, doesn't matter. It was all right in that It was time. all in the same time. So, like, me and Nicole are talking more. I was actually starting to be like, well, maybe this is actually a possibility. So finally one day, I'm like, okay, I need to know because I didn't want to do the right thing here. I don't want to get, like, caught up in my own emotions or whatever and then this not be... <laughs> There's Stella dropping off. Thank you. Thank you, Lena. Um... So I, I just straight up asked Nicole. I was like, all right, Nicole, I need to know where are you at? What do you think? And what was your reaction? I did not want to tell him. He had asked me before this, I think. And I did not want to tell him because I thought if he knew how much I actually like him, he's going to run the other way. <laughs> There's no way. I am way too old and whatever. He's just going to run the other way. I did not want to tell him, but he finally forced it out of me practically. So I finally told him, like, yeah, I actually think that could be a good possibility. And then I, like, threw my phone down and, like, just started bawling my eyes out because I was like, I just lost my best friend. Like, he's never going to want to talk to me again because I'm a creep. <laughs> Predator. Grooming a young child. Um. Anyway, um... So I like instantly text you back. I'm like, no, I, I do think that this is maybe a possibility I've been praying about. It. I've been praying about it for at least a month by that point, I think. Like, I really like, okay, Lord, if this is something that you want to happen, you know, make it happen in your timing. But, I mean, it's not like we're getting any younger. We're kind of at a good position. I was 21 at the point, and you were 20, 31, right? Right. It wasn't like we're just young teenagers. It's a little more a mature situation. So I think I had already talked to dad by that point. Oh, no, I had talked to mom. Oh, no. Oh, so going back just a little bit. Um, I think it was a week before that. I went to mom and I was like, mom. Oh, no. So it was a Friday. Friday, mom like harassed me nonstop. What about Nicole? What about Nicole? And I was like, I wanted to say, yeah, you're right. But I didn't. Then the next day, me and dad were, I think, cutting wood. And dad said the same thing. Hey, Silas, what about Nicole? And I was like, nah, I wanted to tell him. I almost did, and I didn't. Then the next day, me, Sunday afternoon, it was just me, mom, and dad having coffee in the kitchen. And they're both like, Silas, you really need to think about Nicole. And I wanted to say, I am. Leave me alone. Just let me do it in my own time. <laughs> but I didn't. And then it was like, so then we went to Shiloh. So I think we already had started talking. This was, I think, the week after we 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 like kind of talked. And we're like, yeah, this is actually something. Yeah, because so you were going to talk to your dad yeah, at Shiloh. So we were planning on going to a campground that's called Shiloh in New York on Hatch Lake. And I had it all planned out. We always go for bike rides and walks. And I was going to try to get dad to go with a walk with me. And I was going to talk to him. I had it all planned out. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. It's a perfect time. I've already been thinking about it, praying about it for about a month and a half by that point. Or maybe even a little bit more. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and I had it all planned out to talk to dad. 
And then our stupid sewer backed up into the house, and Dad had to stay home and couldn't deal with it. I was ripped. I was like, no. I was like, when I was going to talk to Dad. I was like, because I work full time, so I'm not always home. So the only time I really see Dad is on weekends. That means I have to wait until I get back. So I was super frustrated. So we went um, to Shiloh, and I think I sent Dad a text one day. I was like, hey, when I get back, I want to talk to you about Nicole. And he texted back, like, really? I was like, yeah, I planned on doing it here, but since he didn't come, I was doing it back. So went through that whole trip. I was super bummed. Didn't get to talk to Dad then. We got back. I talked to Dad. And uh, he said, well, just like a month and a half ago, you said no, never. I was like, well, to be honest, I was super embarrassed and it was really awkward. So I just denied it. But at the time, I was actually thinking about it. So um, Dad was like, all right, let's do this. Give it another three weeks. He's like, pray about it for another three weeks. And then we'll talk about it again. So we did. We went, I went another three weeks. Um, of course, me and Nicole are texting during this time. And we're becoming closer friends in kind of a little more friendly way, I guess you could say. Um, my parents didn't know about it. So it wasn't like we we're doing anything wrong and all that. So we just kind of went through that time. And... Uh, at the end of three weeks, dad, actually, no, I think it was only two weeks. I was helping dad with the chimney and dad was like, Hey, I talked to Randy the other day. That's uh, Nicole's dad. And, uh, you can go talk to him anytime you want. This is early November. This is right before Thanksgiving. So I'm like all gung ho. I'm like sweet. So the very next, I think that was like on a Saturday. The next day was Sunday. I went to your dad. I was like, Hey, can I meet with you at some point? He's like, yeah, sure. We'll uh, we'll 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 figure out time to do it, and we'll 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 make it happen. Yeah. I was just gonna say, we found out later that when your your dad talked to my dad, my dad went home, told my mom, he was like, <laughs> Nicole and Silas, and my mom was like, yes, of course. Where have you been? <laughs> I know, like everybody. Apparently, like everybody knew this was gonna happen except us. Anyway, and my dad, yeah, <laughs> my dad didn't see so. it coming, but so. <laughs> We actually we had your parents over right before Thanksgiving. All of you guys, y'all came over, and it was right around yeah. the time your dad was getting sick. So then, so this was right before Thanksgiving. Her dad got sick with COVID. Then right after he was getting better, I got sick with COVID. So that was two. That was four whole weeks. Then we went into the Christmas season. And we went all of December. I'm like dying to talk to you. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't want to be like naggy about it. I don't want to go to him and be like, hey, I don't, you know, I, you said we could talk. So I'm like kind of just waiting it out, waiting for him to initiate it with me. It's not happening. So I'm like, of course, Nicole's like, are you going to ask him again? Like, you going to go talk to him? And I'm like, well, I, I don't want to be like weird about it. Like I do, but. Let's just kind of let it play itself out. Like, what if they're not on board with it? Like, then what? <laughs> so we're, like, trying to figure it all out, like, what to do. So come to find out, he just forgot, didn't he? Or just got really busy. And we like, got really busy. Yeah. So we went all, So I asked him, like, the second week of November. We went all the way to the first week of January. And I was like, all right, if he doesn't ask me, I think I told him to call. I was like, look, we're busy during Christmas time. If he doesn't ask me or, like, reinitiate, the first week of January, I will. So, first week of January rolls around. He still has to talk to me. Oh, so then going back to the Christmas time. So, I just got my dog, Stella. 
And I was supposed to go to a wedding down in Warren. And there's something else going on. I think a family thing or something. And her mom kept inviting me over. Like, just me. I was like, this is really weird. And I like to be like, Nicole's like, she's got to know. She's got to know. <laughs> she's doing this on purpose. Because I would be like, hey, can you? I asked them if they could watch my dog. Because all of, all of my family was gone. And they were like right there. So, and Carrie loved Stella, still does. Um, so they were like, yeah. And then Michelle was like, yeah, why don't you come over at one? When, when you come back, you can hang out for a while. And I'm like, what? Oh, and she invited me to uh, Vinyl Haven when they went there to speak. Like, oh, that's right. She came to just me. I was like, hey, do you want to go with us to Vinyl Haven? I was like, me? Like, just me? I was like, that's kind of weird, don't you think? Like, and they're like, yeah, 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 you could come. And come to find out, she was just trying to force the conversation with me and Randy. And it just wasn't happening. Anyway, so we go into the first week of January. I ask him. He says yes. We go to Five Guys. So I get there. I'm like super nervous. And Randy gets there. He's like, hey, we got to take uh, burgers to Uncle Cliff. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I had to wait longer? This is unbelievable. So... <laughs> So we go and bring burgers. The whole time we're riding in the car together, it's just like awkward silence. It's like, I should ask him now. <laughs> so we get back to five guys. We order. We sit down. He goes, I already know what you're going to ask me, but just hit me with it. I was like, oh. so that kind of just deflated all the tension. So we talked and he's like, yeah, no, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Go for it. It's like sweet. So I run right over to Nicole's and this is where a little story comes in about a ring. So back, I mean, it was right when I first started for Yankee. I found a silver ring that was like a heart on the top in a bucket of bolts. And there's this guy in our church. His name is Scott Washburn. Okay. You'll get him. Um, so I grabbed this ring. I took it to this guy in our church, Scott Washburn. Gave it to him. He was like, yeah, the diamonds are real. It was cut like in half. So it like made to fit a bigger finger or something. So he took it and he fixed it. He was like, yeah, and by the way, the diamonds are real. So I was like, hey, size it to a size, whatever mom is. I knew at the time, nine and a half maybe. So he sized it, and I took it to mom. I was like, hey, mom, I, I found this ring. I want to give it to you. And she's like, no, save it someday and give it to your girlfriend when you ask her to marry you. It can be, or no, not sorry. To when, you, but... Not to marry you. Ask, Give it to her when you ask her to be your girlfriend. It can be your girlfriend ring. Like, oh, that's a great idea. So I kept it in a box. I just always had it. I think I actually like showed it to you even. Yeah, you did. You showed it to me when you found it. Really? When it was all broken. Yeah. So I had this ring. And so I run over to Nicole's house that night and I give it to her. And of course, asked my girlfriend. Of course, she said yes. And then we dated for a month. Less, less than a <laughs> less month. Than a month. And I mean, it's just one of those things where... It was just so clearly put together of the Lord. Just the timing of it all was so perfect. Um, so I gave her that ring. We dated for a month. Do you have any comments to insert in well, here anywhere? The ring I only got to wear for a month, three weeks, <laughs> four weeks tops. So she had no idea also right around that time. I was also buying the engagement ring. Like I was already, I mean, we'd already been talking for from October till January. So like we had been talking, getting to know each other really well. So it wasn't like we're kind of already dating, all that. All right, I'm going to pause real quick right here. We got to go. Um, the baby's crying. So I'm going to pause and we'll resume in just a second. All right, and we're back. Um, 
So where were we? Getting engaged. Okay, yeah. So we got to that time, dated for a month, and I already had the ring. So she kind of thought I was going to propose around Valentine's Day, right? Was yes. that kind of what you're thinking? I kind of been baiting her, like asking her like different things. And so me and my mom had been talking, trying to plan out like the perfect engagement. Like what would be fun, what would be unique, not cliche. I'm, I'm not into all these stupid, uh, super trendy like, and they're all great and all, but I'm not into these trendy like roses and flowers on the floor with candle. Like, I, it's like, okay, whatever. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. So I wasn't, I didn't want it to be like something super trendy. Um, Nicole's super practical. So I wanted it to be something like fun, but practical. So I, me and my mom came up, we were supposed to sing on Valentine's day. It was a Sunday, right? You and I were supposed to yeah, sing, not and, you and your mom. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Me and my mom are playing it because me and Nicole were supposed to sing on yeah. Valentine's day. And at that time, my dad would have whoever sang the special come up at the end of the service after the last song and end the service with the song they sang. So I had all planned out that we were going to come back up and I was going to propose to Nicole in front of the whole church. Looking back at it now, it's a pretty tacky plan. It's a horrible it plan. It's a horrible plan. So Nicole, I can't remember how, I think we were talking about Hunter and Mimi or somebody getting engaged, about to get engaged or something. Yeah, I think and, you just straight up asked me like. But I think I think it was in context of like I I baited you using somebody else as like I think I said yeah. like, oh I think Hunter and me are about to get engaged or something like that. So I kind of said well like what would be your ideal? And she's like not in front of family and not in front of a crowd. And I was like well there goes that plan out the window. Good thing I didn't do that. So right around the same time we get we we're about to go skiing. Uh, we got free passes to go skiing. It was the week before Valentine's Day. Right, the week before Valentine's Day. So we went and we rode there together. Of course, I had the ring in my pants pocket the whole time. It's like burning a hole in my pocket. I'm like scared. I'm like, I have it like zipped under two layers and I'm still scared it's going to fall out into the snow somewhere. I'm like all panicking. I've never been skiing before. So I'm worried that I'm going to like face plant and kill myself before I have a chance. So we go to the top of the hill and I was told by somebody a long time ago that skiing is just like ice skating. Well, guess what, honey? It ain't. Ain't nothing like ice skating. And so first time down the hill, I start to go towards the trees, and I'm like, oh, I'll just stop. So I try to do a hockey stop on skis. Well, when you do that, your skis literally stop, and you go flying. So I blew out my meniscus. I blew out my knee because I just, like, crumpled. And while I'm like, oh, man, there goes that. I felt my leg pop. I was like, that's that just ruined the night. So I'm like, all right, I'm not in serious pain right now. Adrenaline's still kicking in. Got to the bottom of the hill. I'm like, okay, mom, I just blew out my knee. We need to get to the top of the hill. We need to do this now. We already had planned out, like, I was going to give her, like, the, the code word or whatever. And we're going to go to the top of the hill. She was going to coordinate it with a friend of ours, Maggie. And Maggie was going to take pictures. And my mom was going to video it. So we get to the top of the hill. My knee's starting to hurt a little bit. I'm like, all right, this is it. So I was like, hey, Nicole, let's get a picture right over here. And I had no idea. She had no idea. So I she's like, was not thinking she's like, this oh, at all. Let me get my skis off. Let, let's go into the light over here. She's like turning around. How do I get my skis off? And as she turns back around facing to me, I'm there on my knee. I'm like, Nicole, will you marry me? She's <laughs> like, <"Wah!"> <laughs> I was so surprised. I, I was shocked. I did not expect it that night. It was the furthest thing from my mind, but it was perfect. Yeah. So that was the night we got engaged. The night I blew my knee out. 
it was fun memories. It'll always be something I'll always remember. I remember getting back to the house that night and Stella was a little tiny puppy. I put her in the crate. It was the first time she'd been in the crate for like eight hours. I remember she absolutely messed all over the crate. Need a bath. So I'm like limping, running up and down the <laughs> stairs, limping. It was like all kinds of great memories that night. Just great. So that was how we got engaged. Um, and then we got married just and, five months later. And then, yep, yeah, so we planned the wedding, got married. And that's kind of how I, I – it, it's like everybody's story is different. And it's like that's how we like got together and everything. And it's like, I don't know, it's pretty awesome. We're like perfect each other. And uh, I guess, Nicole, what, what's your favorite memory, date place, all that? Probably one of my very favorite was our very first actual date. We went to Sela Tea, which is a little coffee shop in town. And we just sat and talked for like three hours. <laughs> it was that very next. So whenever, what day of the week was it you gave me the ring? I think we met on a Tuesday. So yeah. I think it was that very first Saturday. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it was either Tuesday or Thursday. And bless Plus, my sister Carrie, she was there with us and just sat twiddled her thumbs for three hours while we talked. She twiddled her thumbs. Kid. <laughs> um, but that was probably like, I don't know, just to finally be able to just sit and talk to you and like have it be real was great. My was favorite probably one of my all favorite. time is the Peaks Island Freeport combo trips that we took all the time. Yeah. Those to me are just always my favorite. Always so much fun. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, one, one thing I wanted to say is like being married is so much fun. And I think when we first got engaged, all these people were so negative, like not necessarily saying like negative against getting married, but they'd always be like, Oh, you just wait till after you get married after the honeymoon's over. Oh, you just wait. Marriage is so hard. Oh, marriage is so hard. And it's like. Why you got to be so negative about stuff all the time? I don't know. I mean, there definitely are challenges, but I highly recommend it. And I'd say don't let the naysayers get you down. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah, well, like a 15 out of 10 recommend. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, so I wanted to end the episode with something I've kind of done in other episodes. Something I like, something I hate about each other. You go first. Pick your order if you want to do what you hate first, what you like first. Here comes the tea, people. Yeah, here comes the tea. So we'll go back and forth. You do one of yours. I'll do one of mine. And then... Okay, we should probably start with something. <laughs> hate is a strong word. Well, you know what I mean. It's just, just roll with it. A just pet peeve it. about yeah, the other person. Peeve, something I like. Something I hate. Should just I tell what my real pet peeve is about you? <laughs> that have to do with the underwear you got me for Christmas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, go for it. The amount of body noises that hey, come out of I, you. Disclaimer, I gave her full warning <laughs> but before we got But I didn't know married. how bad it was going to be. I gave her full warning. She had no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> There's one story I really want to tell. Which one? <laughs> About the night I slept on the couch. Oh my goodness. That's what That was your fault though. So you can't eat chili, guys. Found out the hard way. It was bad. It's, it's like, but I was also pregnant. It wouldn't have been as bad if I hadn't been pregnant. It, it and I couldn't bad. handle. Well, it wasn't just that. The it was smell. the chili, 
Then you, we had spinning clam sauce, and we had clam dip. So oh, clams really? are also kind of dynamite. I forgot that part. So yeah, that was. That was the only night bad. I've had to sleep on the couch. That was bad. It was really bad. Was really but I bad. was also because I was pregnant. It wouldn't have been as bad if it I was bad. hadn't been pregnant. I almost stank myself out. It was really bad. <laughs> My one thing that I hate is when you go <gasps> when I'm driving. Cause I've gotten I like, better. I've you gotten have, better. You have. Because then I'm like locking them up looking for the deer that just ran out in front of us. And then it was like, like you, ran cute over, squirrel. you ran over a soda bottle. Did you see that squirrel? I'm like, babe, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I've gotten better. Drives me up because then I'm always like launching on the brakes, head bounces off the steering wheel type thing. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Something you like? <laughs> you go first. I hadn't actually thought about this. <laughs> I had thought about something I hate, but not something I like. You go first. I. I just like how supportive you are of not just me, of just people. You're an encourager, and you never complain. And I think that that's awesome. Like, so many people, and I tend to be this way. I tend to be very negative and like to rip on people. And you say, I'll sit there and laugh at somebody. But you just always see the positive. You always are there to encourage. I think of how you are in your years of ministering and helping and then now kind of in a sisterly role with Galliana. Um, you just, you're just there to help encourage and you're always that positive, even though sometimes you're like dead tired and don't feel like it and maybe go home and ball your eyes out after you're just always giving of yourself. And I think that that's like so awesome. I think that's one of the things that drew me to you is just your love for people and your positive encouraging attitude all the time. There, deep, mushy, <laughs> sappy. All right. Okay, mine is definitely how hard of a worker you are. And it's mostly for other people. So it kind of along the same lines of how much you do for other people. And, but you'll work like really hard all week. Hunter Clover. And then you'll come home and like, especially now, like do the dishes for me or like just help so there's, much since I've had Hunter the baby trying to interrupt us again, us again. <laughs> um, and just like you did so much for me and Eric now you did so much for me while I was pregnant but you do so much for other people too like you're just a really hard worker and you're always willing to do whatever for anybody no matter how hard it means you have to work yeah okay. so yeah that wraps up story time with Nicole. I hope you enjoyed it. We got to run here. We got a whole day full of stuff we got to get to. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, I'll link the email to the podcast in the notes. Please drop us a line. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Give us questions, comments, concerns. Love to hear from you. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to the Junk Drawer Podcast been great. Take care.